Shalom Lechem Rabbi Yisai. We find ourselves this week reading Parshas Ve'ezchan and Ve'ez Hashem. The second Parsha in Sefer Dvarim. Now, although last week we didn't discuss the Parsha, we discussed how to prepare ourselves for Tisha B'Av, we'll try to get back on track this week with discussing Parshas Ve'ezchan. Sefer Dvarim, a big part of it, Sefer Dvarim, is basically an ongoing discussion between Moshe Rabbeinu and Klal Yisrael before he's, his patira and he's about to give over the Hanhaga of Klal Yisrael to Yeshua ben Nun, his Talmud. Moshe Rabbeinu gathers Klal Yisrael together to prepare them for the generations to come, to give them rebuke for the different things that he felt were necessary during his time of being the manig of Klal Yisrael. Raglim, the Egel, the different things that he felt were important, and at the same time preparing them for their journey to the generations to come, and preparing them for going into Eretz Yisrael, preparing them for any periods where there might be challenges with Klal Yisrael, and what needs to be done. Now, Sefer Dvarim is also referred to the Mishnah Taira, as many, many of the things that we find in Sefer Dvarim are repeated again, based on things that we saw in the previous four Chumashim. And there are many numitzes that we find in Sefer Dvarim, but we come back to quite a few throughout the Sefer. Now, at the beginning of the parasha, after Moshe Rabbeinu tells, uh, tells Klai Yisrael how much he pleaded to HaKadosh Baruch Hu to take him into Eretz Yisrael, even though he was refused because of the chet of the Memeriva, Moshe Rabbeinu tells them that by Hashem Hashem He got angry at me, didn't listen to me. Hashem Stop it, enough. We say the Gematria of Eschanan is 515. The Moshe Rabbeinu in 515 times to be able to go into Yisrael. And the Kodesh Baruch stopped him and said, that's it. And Moshe Rabbeinu continues to be Madre Klal Yisrael. And the Pasuk tells us in the beginning of Parag Dalet, Ba'ati Yisrael, Shema el ha-chukim al-mishpatim asher noichim al-abed eschem l'asais. And now Klal Yisrael, listen to the chukim al-mishpatim that I'm about to, that I'm, <coughs> that I'm going to teach you to do. Mantich you, uvasem b'rishtem, in order for you to come and to inherit the land that HaKadosh Baruch was giving to you, that I'm not going to have the source to go to, I don't want to prepare you for what you have to understand when you're going to that land. Don't add on anything more than I'm going to command you right now. And don't Diminish, don't subtract anything. To watch and to keep the mitzvah of Hashem as I'm going to tell you now. And Your own eyes saw that which Hashem did to you when you worshipped the Avaydazar Baal Pa'ar. Anyone who went after Baal Pa'ar, Akash Baruch destroyed amongst you. 
ואתם הדבק עם השם אלוקיך מלחיים כולכם היום. So the Pasuk makes a connection between the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu tells them that all the mitzvahs that I'm going to tell you, that I'm instructed from HaKadosh Baruch Hu actually to tell you, don't add on anything, don't finish anything, and just remember what you saw by the Vaidazar of Balpar. Now what exactly is the connection between the two things? Moshe Rabbeinu is telling them, when you come to Yisrael, I'm just letting you know the mitzvahs, that the mitzvahs remind you of all the mitzvahs have to be kept, and just remember what happened to you by Balpar. What's the connection? Don't add anything, don't, don't diminish. Just remember what happened to Balpar. What's the connection? Now also at the beginning of Parakei, Moshe Rabbeinu tells them, Listen to the Chukim Mishpatim that I'm speaking, telling you today. Right? And to, to teach to you and to be careful about them. Hashem made a treaty with you by Chayrev. He didn't do this with our fathers, our forefathers, to make this treaty with him, this to give us the the Asaras Adibrat ki itanu anaktu elepai ayam kulanu chai. Only us, the ones that are here now, we're the ones that were zaikh to get these Asaras Adibras. Panim Bifanim Diba Hashem Imachem. He spoke to you us face to face, but Harbitah Aish on the mountain within the fire. And I had to be there in between, right, to explain to you what Akash Baruch wanted to say. Now the Torah goes on to repeat again the Aserah As we said, it's Mishnah Torah, repeat it again. Now, if you look at the Azaris Adibres, you'll see that a number of the Azaris Adibres are things which are very logical that a person could really think about himself. I once heard this question from my 12th grade Rebbe, that if HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to <clears throat> pick 10 cardinal rules to, to make clients well aware, that I want to make sure that you keep them, and he has 613 of them, why would he pick five, four or five of them that are basically figured out through logic? Maybe he should have picked some of the mitzvahs which are more difficult for us to understand. A chayk is a mitzvah that we don't understand the reason for. Maybe we should have said shatnas, paraduma. Why do we specifically pick mitzvahs which are, which are very logical? It's a hard mitzvah. Hard for us sometimes to do. But it's very logical. By knives, not to steal. By sirtzach, not to kill. <coughs> why? Why do? We, why would we pick things which are logical to put that as a ten cardinal rule? That's something we'll figure out on our own. So I think that the two questions which we asked, as far as what's the connection between not adding on to mitzvahs and not subtracting from mitzvahs, and the connection to Baal Pa'or, what's the connection that we mentioned before, and maybe the need for the Aserah Sadebrais to be spelled out to us even with, based on things 
that we will be able to figure out through our own logic, I think that that there's a connection between the two ideas. As a thought that I once saw from Ramesha, wrote down in Ramesha Sefer, that Ramesha asked this question, what's the connection between Baal Pa'or and telling you not to add on and not to diminish from the mitzvahs that we do? Ramesha answered a very big aside. He said that <clears throat> where was the whole aside to avoid the Zara, the idea of avoid the Zara? Baal Pa'or was it avoid the Zara? Where did it start from? Where did that, where did the source of Avaydazar come from? So he says it all started from the Dar Enosh. On their own, they thought that it would be a good idea to worship Hashem and to serve Hashem, right? Through worshiping the, the, the stars and the moon and all the different planets. And that addition that they made on their own, with their own you know, without being instructed, without being told anything, that was the danger that led to Avadizar. When we sometimes add on things on our own without being instructed, and it can be with good intentions, if it's not directed in the proper way, then that can wind up coming to something which goes, which is count, totally counterproductive to what you want to be able to accomplish. And therefore, that's why Moshe Rabbeinu was being very, very clear. These are the mitzvahs that Hashem wants us to do, don't on your own, with your own logic, decide this is a good idea to do and this is not a good idea to do. If it's instructed from HaKadosh Baruch that's what we do. If it's something that's not instructed, then that, there's a danger that that can wind up confusing us and bringing us to some place that we don't want to be. And therefore, that's why we connected the idea of Baal the Avaydazar of Baal the idea of adding and subtracting on our own. Now, why did we pick things which were logical to be put into the Sarah Sadebrais? So my Rebbe then said over, Bishendi tells her of, that when logic, you know, figures something out, the logic also dictates when, where, and how. Keep it out of the aim. I have to respect my parents. I have to respect my father. I have to respect my mother. But a father like that? No. A mother like that? No. If she treats me like a, like a father, or like a mother, and he treats me like a father, then I'll respect him. That's a logical way of looking at Hebrew But That's not the terrorist perspective. Lay sick knife. Not to steal. But, you know, just a little bit of white lying, just a little bit of, of you know, changing the numbers a little bit. Everybody does it. Business is business. That's still like Sitnaf. Like Tzitzah. Can we try to explain to, to somebody what the, what the Rishayim say, that when you embarrass a person, that that's like killing a person? That when you make him turn red and the blood goes out of his face and then he becomes white and now comes rushing back in, that's, that's murder on some level? Logically, it makes no sense. But from the Torah's perspective, it does. And therefore, Kodesh Baruch Hu had to tell us, even for the logical things, be careful. It's not what we think is right and what we think makes sense because Kodesh Baruch Hu was the one that created the world. And we have to <coughs> figure out and direct ourselves in a way that we plug into 
his his cheshbon. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu made a point of making sure that the Aseris Adivaris were going to be stressed even on things that have to do with logic. Of course, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants each person to be original, to be his own person, and not to, to just fit himself into a certain mold and be and just not be his own person. But we could be our own original <coughs> personality but still all within the framework of what HaKadosh Baruch wants to be doing. And that's the trick of a person finding his identity and being able to give to his, give over his chelik to Klai Yisrael from his personal special talent and quality that he has. Because there's no such thing as a person that doesn't have special qualities. Every person counts and every person has the ability to add and to be able to give. But that talent has to be directed with the direction and the rutsin of what a Kodesh Baruch Hu wants. And therefore, we're not meant to add on, we're not to diminish, because it can even bring a person to the danger of coming to something which could be even considered up by desire. Hashem Kodesh Baruch Hu should give us a chachma bin of adas, how to be able to have a satisfaction and then geshmak in our Avedis Hashem, and how, we can each, how each one of us should be able to feel and strengthen our own identity, but at the same time, always be able to plug into HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because that's the source for Atzlacha, that's the source for Simcha, and in Hashem, that can be the source to bring us further and further to the Gula Shleima, the Karav Yameinu. Amen. Everyone should have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos, and Kol